Hello world, welcome back to my one-person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you by Dietin Barbershop. They cut hair, they're in Brooklyn, and that's about it. Anyways, uh, Samuel 16. So apparently Samuel was pretty bummed out about Saul, and God told him to get over it. God said, Fill up a horn with olive oil, and go find Jesse in Bethlehem. I am making one of his sons king. When you see him... Pour the olive oil all over his head. Well, Samuel was worried that Saul would kill him if he found out, which he totally would have. So God, instead of using his awesome powers to defend Samuel, said, Oh, just bring a cow there. And when you get there, you can set that cow on fire for my amusement. Well, Samuel showed up in town and everyone was terrified he was going to kill all of them or something. But he was like, no, I just want to slit this cow's throat, have all the blood spill out and then set its dead body on fire to make God happy, because he loves the smell of burning flesh. Now, go consecrate all your sons, Jesse, and bring them here, so I can pour olive oil all over one of them. Samuel inspected each of Jesse's sexy sons, and God said no to each one, or a voice in his head said no. Either way, Samuel and God were doing their best not to pick a king solely on good looks and sexiness like they had with Saul. After Samuel had inspected each son, he said to Jesse, Are these all your sons? And Jesse said, No. When he said all your sons, I only brought some of my sons, because I don't know what words mean. I still have one more son named David. He's out tending the sheep. Bring him to me, Samuel demanded. I won't, um, I won't sit down until you do. Jesse was like, Oh shit, I better hurry up then. I went and got David. When Samuel saw David, he decided he was the one. And not just because he was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Oh, no, wait, that's literally what it says here. Either way, Samuel dumped olive oil all over David's head. Samuel 17. Well, the war with the Philistines was back on, or maybe it had never quite ended. Some might say it still hasn't. Either way, it just happened that at this point, they were at quite an impasse. There were two hills and a valley in between, and the Philistines had one hill occupied, and the Israelites had the other hill. The Philistines had a champion named Goliath. He was three meters tall. For those of you in America, Liberia, and Myanmar, that's nine fucking feet and nine inches tall. That's one and a half Michael Jordans. The tallest man who ever lived in real life was ten inches shorter than this asshole. So Goliath had 125 pounds of armor made out of bronze and an iron helmet. It being the Iron Age, you know. And Goliath would just sit at the front lines and talk shit. Every single day, he'd yell, Hey, I thought King Saul sent you here to fight, you pussies. And eventually decided to make a deal. If you can send one soldier that can beat me in combat, you win the whole war. We'll become your subjects. But if I beat him, which I will, then you'll become our subjects. Well, nobody wanted to fight this asshole, based on how big he was. That is, until David showed up. But David's older brothers, who were rejected by Samuel, went to go and fight in the Great Philistine War, and Jesse sent David to go check on them, as well as to bring a bunch of cheese to their commander. David heard Goliath talking shit, and someone told him, Whoever kills that man will become rich and powerful, and not have to pay taxes anymore, just like rich and powerful people in America now. Also, the king will have them marry his daughter. And David said, Oh, what will happen to the person who kills this man? And they repeated what they had just said. This isn't me uh, reading this wrong, by the way. This is how the book's actually written. So David mentioned to some random soldier that he'd kill Goliath, and word spread all over the 
country to, eventually got to King Saul. So King Saul summoned David and was like, you, you can't kill Goliath. He's a trained warrior, and you're just a little shepherd. Also, he's almost 10 feet tall. Like, they just didn't mention that here. Well, David calmly and rationally explained his case. He said, one time when I was herding my sheep, a lion and a bear came to eat my sheep. I fucking killed both of them. Did they come at the same time? Yes. They were friends. Was the bear riding the lion like a knight rides his horse? Yes. Did I kill them both with my bare hands? Yes. Is this story true? Kind of. Well, Saul was convinced and gave David his finest armor. And David put it all on wrong before saying he didn't need it. I didn't need this armor when I killed that bear and lion combo. So I don't need it for this 10-foot tall asshole. Well, David took off the armor and headed into battle. On the way, he saw a stream and picked up five stones and put them in his bag. Goliath saw David approaching, wearing shepherd's clothes and walking with a staff, and said, What am I, a dog? Because you're carrying a stick. <laughs> Get it? And all the Philistine soldiers forced a laugh at this, even though his joke wasn't funny. Well, David just kept approaching Goliath and was like, Oh, cool. It's on. And rushed to go meet him. David put a stone in his shepherd's sling and just fucking whipped the stone at Goliath. Now, a lot of you probably know this story, if not all of you. And when we were taught it as kids, they usually said he used a slingshot, but that's not what it says here. A shepherd's sling was a leather strap you'd spin around your head like a helicopter before releasing the stone from its pouch at tremendous speed. A skilled shepherd slinger had a combat range of about 400 meters and a velocity of about 100 feet per second. That's about a quarter as powerful as a 45 caliber pistol in both range and velocity. So armies in this era, even the army from a few episodes ago in Judges, had a whole slew of shepherd slingers because they were more effective than old-fashioned bows and arrows. Eventually, the bow and arrow won out before being replaced with a gun, but the point still remains. So the shepherd slings were fucking awesome. So it kind of changes the narrative here, doesn't it? Like, we, were always, we always used the David and Goliath story as an example of an underdog winning a fight or a little guy beating all odds. But it really was just an ancient version of a guy bringing a gun to a knife fight and fucking winning. Anyways, David whipped a stone at Goliath at tremendous speeds at a quarter of the velocity of a forty-five caliber pistol and hit him right in the glabella, knocking him unconscious or maybe even killing him right then and there. Goliath crumbled to the ground and David pulled his sword out, Goliath's sword that is, and cut off his head. Probably because it's better to be safe than sorry in this situation. And the Philistines, who were supposed to now be the subjects of the Israelites, fled the battlefield. The Israelites, who were supposed to now have the Philistines as their subjects, decided to chase the fleeing army all the way down to Goliath's hometown, heroically murdering all of them and decorating Sharam Road with their corpses before plundering their camp. Which is the thing that the good guys do in stories. Saul asked his general Abner, Whose kid is that? Abner said, as surely as you're alive, I don't know. <laughs> and as surely as I'm alive, I don't know why Abner answered the question so weirdly. Abner went and got David, and David, who was still holding the decapitated head of Goliath, said, I'm Jesse's son. And that's a good place to cut off, I'd say. Well, thank you so much for listening. Go get your hair cut at Dye Tin Barbershop and have yourselves a lovely week.